What's up? What's up? Token Pod back again. Here we are. Here we are. You have a good week? Okay, how we doing? <coughs> We're here. We're here. We are alive. We are alive. It was a long rainy, week. Rainy, cold day here in Chicago all day. How's it, how's it treating you out there in Tejas? Oh, man. That sucks. Let's see. It was it was a little chilly this morning. Brisk 55 degrees, but got up to, I think, the high 60s. Sun was out. Nice, beautiful winter Texas day. Um, yeah, I was just saying it's a long week, busy week. Uh, hopefully is out of town. So I'm on solo parent duty tonight. I put the kids to bed. We might, they might interrupt later. I don't know. I got, uh, I got my dog. It's my pillow here. I'm in the play. I'm coming to you live from the kids playroom. Boots is my pillow. Live from the playroom. We got the, I, I was going to actually say, uh, very impressive that uh, you're doing solo dad duty. You're still making it to the pod this week. We're very impressed. Hey, uh, I'm here for the people. I give the yeah. people what they want. You know, it's called dedication. People champion. Uh, is, is, is Boots with you right now in the room? Little Boots? Boots is literally, I'm on the couch and she's like on the, the couch right behind me. Like I can put my head back and rest on her. But if I do that, <laughs> if I do that, <coughs> sorry. Yeah, the kids got me sick too. If I put my head on her, she'll start to run away. She just likes to be close, but doesn't want to actually be touched. Very particular. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I know. Sometimes at night, I'll like cuddle her and grab her and like, you know. But after about five minutes, she has to run away. She, she Like I said, she just needs to be close, but doesn't want to be like, touched but i just want to cuddle her you know she wants to feel your presence exactly without actually feeling <laughs> exactly right little girl hello <laughs> she tie tie all right should we uh we recap i have i this will be happy for all those haters out there i got no intro no poll no questions no nothing just getting down to business tonight. Getting right to the meat and potatoes today. Yep. No fast forwarding for you people, okay? We're right into it. So, there's only one matchup that really mattered, I felt like, this week. And that was, uh, that was you and me. And boy, what, a, what, a, what an exciting match, huh? Classic. Like literally down to like the last play on one was it was Monday night, right? Was I it Sunday it was night? Sunday night. Football Sunday night? I, yes, I I find it hilarious. Mito's comment was if if I didn't start a kicker, I would have won. <laughs> <laughs> How ridiculous is that? Oh man. Oh. Uh, yeah, but, it was uh it was a it was a close it was a close matchup. I mean, it was uh. Necessary win for uh, for my team. You know, we really needed it to maintain that that one slender victory point over Mitchell. As we talked about last week, his schedule is a lot easier. 
And, uh, yeah, it just came down to the wire, man. I mean, I, I, I had a feeling that Eckler and uh, Keenan Allen were going to have a tough time at Baltimore. But Keenan Allen obviously still went off like he's been doing all season and nearly nearly clinched it for you. But the uh, the Herbert TD pass was able to, to get it done for us. So that was actually the interesting part is I, 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 I never usually nod off during games. And I nod, I nod it off like like during that game. Because I thought it was a really boring game, wasn't it? Like for the first first half, I felt like I don't know. I felt like it was very. Uh, I didn't slow game. I'm gonna cop to it. I don't watch a whole lot of football games anymore. Even if even if like Postley is asleep and I have the ability to watch the game, I don't know. Anytime I watch the games for my fantasy players, they fucking suck. I feel like <laughs> I'm a jinx when I watch them. So I this is gonna be pathetic. I just like watch the plays show up on that sports app that I use. <laughs> it's so sad. What? What? <laughs> what, what, so, so, so once you know they do well, you watch the highlight, basically. Oh no, I don't watch any highlights. I just get my, I just get the numbers. Oh, you always get the, the update. Oh, you get the update. Got it. The update. <laughs> I just, I read about oh. people. I read about people's opinions of other players, and I look at the stats, and that's that's all I know. That's all I know. But yeah, I was watching or watching. I was, you know, watching the little updated plays that were happening, getting excited every time Keenan Allen got a catch. And like just watching our scores go back and forth and back and forth, like ping and pong and ping and pong. You know, if I was ever gonna lose by less than one point because my kicker got minus one, I'm glad it was to you. Yeah, the matchup didn't matter to you anyway. We appreciate that, you know, so it's all good. It was a, it was a, it was a definitely the matchup of the week, and it definitely came down to the wire. So, like I said, I, I, I ended up waking up after the game was over, and I was like, oh shit, what happened? I looked at my phone, <laughs> and the, the, the first, the first, first thing I saw was that because I, I actually had Keenan Allen and Eckler in my other league, and needed them to do well in order for me to win that league. I was trailing, just like you, I was trailing in that league, and uh, of course, I lost in that league. But I, uh, when I saw Keenan Allen initially had like 14 receptions for 100 yards, I was like, oh, there's no way that I won. And I was shocked to see that I won, but we'll take it, buddy. We will take it. And no stack reaction, thankfully. I mean, I have the ability to do it, but nah, we, <laughs> we, we, we honest here. I mean, you know, Kyron Williams came back for you with the fucking, I mean, yeah, what a game yeah. for him, huh? Yeah. Well, his own defense is pretty terrible, but he still looked really good. And they're giving the, the nice thing is they're giving him the ball a ton. So we'll see. Unfortunately, it's coming at the expense of a uh, Cooper Cup for you. So we're gonna try to be the one of the first teams to ever win a title with only one quarterback since it's become a two quarterback league. Hey, you got you. I will say that your lineup is pretty stacked because you have, you know, the thing about this league with the point five PPR is that. You know, running backs are not nearly as devalued as they are in a one-point uh, PPR. So I say all that because you have some really solid running backs there. And, you know, the difference between starting a running back with the who has a higher upside to get a touchdown versus, you know, a rinky-dink slot receiver that's going to get you six catches for 60 yards instead of that being – 12 points now it's only going to be nine points now it's only a difference of three but it just you know the 
the 12 versus nine, the 12 looks sexier. You know, it's easier for a running back to get up into the 10, 11, 12 versus a court or uh, uh, a, you know, somewhat high volume, low yardage, low percentage touchdown person. So I say all that because of your running back depth. So you're in a good position. Yeah. Definitely not playing Desert Ritter anymore. That's for sure. But but on on uh, on your end, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, you definitely, you know, down week points wise for you because you've been scoring pretty high points lately. Still pretty good point total. But uh, you know, deck deck press back keeps rolling. I, I still think you got like, a lot of good pieces. But I, I I do think that to make a run, you're going to need Eckler to uh, start stepping up at some point. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. If Eckler continues this poopa dupe shit he's doing, like I'm not going nowhere. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it later, but the, the Cowboys' defense is probably going to be unplayable moving forward. So their schedule's rough, and they got lit up Thursday night. Lit up. Uh, let's see who else we got. Uh, that matchup, they both are sellers. Uh, we, how many do? Many scored 136, got the win and the victory point. You know, decent games from his studs as expected. Debo might be coming coming back. Brees Hall, I don't know, man. Like, that team is just... Yeah, so, it, it, interestingly enough, I, I tried to upgrade Manny's running back position. I, I initially tried to trade him James Cook straight up for Jared Goff because I was trying to get a quarterback. And he said that didn't help his improve his running backs. But I, I told him to look at my roster because I got a lot of running backs, but he never, never offered me a deal for anybody. Which is surprising because I feel like Pretty much all my running backs are an upgrade on Brees Hall. As much of a keeper as he is because of his talent, I think that offense is just so bad right now. It's hard to have players who don't get a chance to hit the end zone. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, he is, you know, a big play away from, but, uh, from you know, putting up a good fantasy thing. But, uh, you know, when he first, like, started getting full-time work, he was getting some of those big plays. But as we've seen now, like, that's not a guarantee every week. And he's not scored a touchdown without, you know, breaking off like a 50 yard run or a screen pass or something like that. I mean, having anything on that offense is just a crapshoot because you have potential there, but there's no quarterback. I can't move the ball. It's just the jets in general. I just, you're just thinking, what the fuck, you know, like here you go. You got Cleveland signing Joe Flacco because they want to keep, you know, their chances alive because of how good their defense is. And Joe Flacco was even on their team last year. And one would argue that he was playing better than Zach Wilson ever did before Zach Wilson came back from injury. And they're just like, oh, you, Zach's our guy. He's going he's gonna to take us somewhere. No, everyone fucking knows he's not taking you guys anywhere. And then you get Tim, Tim the Royal Boyle to come in and do what? To suck even worse, like Jesus Christ. Yes. Does you call him the Royal Doyle? <laughs> the Royal Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just have no clue. Like, go sign Kurt, Kurt Warner. I'm surprised, Jets, I'm surprised the Jets didn't even think about training for Dobbs. I mean, I know Dobbs had a bad game against the Bears, but besides that, he's been pretty good. There's, there's got to be something else that's better out there than what you have. There just has to be. Zach Wilson's the worst score. He's, he's definitely done. <laughs> he's just, just as much of a boss as Mr. Bisky, if not even more of a boss. I mean, I, I've never played quarterback. 
but I, I don't understand how you can have all the skill sets of being the quarterback produce at a high level in college and then just fucking suck in the NFL. To me, it has to be lack of effort. You're not putting in the time. It's happened a lot in the history of the NFL where there's been guys who've been good in college. A lot of times it's just a different game. They just can't keep up with the speed. But if the but if everyone is seeing if everyone is on the same page of the someone's skill level, I don't know. I, don't, I could go round and round in circles. All right. Um, you know, Rossett may uh may uh, regret the move of giving him Patrick Mahomes because you know, without <coughs> him having Mahomes, I mean, I guess Jared Goff still put up 21 points as well, but who, you know, we'll see what their schedule is going forward. But, um, yeah, I mean, many, many team performers that always did. Any other thoughts on his team? No, just another, another week. I mean, he was playing a seller, right? So, I mean, at this point, the buyers are definitely destroying the sellers. I mean, the only seller that usually has a chance is usually uh, Tony Stacks, Bamoni, and maybe Turbin sometimes. But, uh, but oh, yeah, I mean. We, we don't talk about sellers on this podcast now. <laughs> but, uh, we don't but, yeah. talk about sellers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't talk about sellers. We don't like, the, would... we don't, we don't like the sellers. We only like the dwellers. Ooh. Uh, all right, so we go to Meatle's team. Meatle team put up big, big points behind uh, Josh Allen, who is just like a fantasy gold mine. But um, I, I don't know if it's him or if he's playing for Buffalo. But it's just I, I, I don't know if he's ever going to get a Super Bowl. I don't see it. I'm sorry, I don't see it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, they 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 definitely played very well against Philly, but you just kind of had a feeling that they were going to lose that game the entire time, and something about him, and something about Buffalo too. Just I don't know, it's like they're one of those like teams that just just never going to get it done. They they're they're not they're they, too many turnovers, and their defense lets them down in primetime situations. So, um, but but fantasy wise for Mito. You know, Allen's been pretty hot. Oh, Allen's the best quarterback by far. There's no, 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 there's no question about it this year. And Mitos team did its usual thing, but like you mentioned in the pod last week, you know, there's got to be there. There is a little, little cause for concern in the fact of having too many riches. Because look, this week, you know, he he made it. He, he I think I'm pretty sure he benched Mostert, and uh, he ended up playing Saquon, and Saquon I think had a shitty game. So in the playoffs against viable competition, that can definitely come back to haunt you. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I don't know how some people are, but like if I have too many good players and then I start overthinking and making wrong decisions and stuff, it just it starts to I don't know. You just end up kicking yourself. It's too many too many decisions to make. Too many decisions in this fake fake game. All right, next we got Plotkin's team. Falcon seems quietly putting up putting up big points, you know. He got a pretty big facelift 
because you know I think more he might have the most <coughs> acquired the most players out of anybody for yeah. his team. Kyler Gibbs, Bijan, Hawkinson, and then he just got Ayuk on top of it. Yeah, like I mean, it's just all new players. Um, but anyway, yeah, you know, good points. You know, there was no one player that really like dominated. It was just uh, you know, good performances by everyone on this team, which is what you need. Yeah, Plockett and Mitchell both kind of did what they needed to do. <coughs> you know, I, I I was desperate to get a win against very viable competition in yourself, and we were fortunate and lucky enough to get that win. And they kept up by both getting three victory points themselves. And, uh, yeah, I mean, their teams just kind of did what they were supposed to do. Yeah, Plockett has been definitely made his team better. I mean, Plockett definitely has taken advantage of this crazy market we've had this year where players are just going for way too low numbers. And, uh, I mean, I mean, look, he's able to kind of reset his team a little bit and get a lot more depth than he had by getting a lot of – even Ayuk for threes, just ridiculous. But I know nobody else is offering to anything for him, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. But, but yeah, but nonetheless, doing what he's supposed to do, a lot of room. And then at least with uh, Ross's team, we just had a monster week behind 30-plus point performances by Hertz and, and McCaffrey. You know, if Pollard's starting to put up points, uh, it's going to be hard to beat. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously the, the Burrow injury is going to take some of the shine off of uh, Jamar Chase. Laporta had a good game. I still would have kept Kelsey over Laporta. I don't understand that move at all. Um, Lamar is okay. I don't know. I would have kept Mahomes over Lamar also. I don't understand that move either. Um, But, you know, top points for the week. Can't complain about that. Yeah, I mean, it's going to take like an off week to beat Justine. I mean, you know, you're going to need a week where McCaffrey has a tough matchup and or something happens or his quarterbacks have tough matchups. You know, Pollard was was doing was one of the weaknesses of his team for a while. Now he's starting to start starting to hit stride. So yeah, I mean it's tough. I mean just gonna be definitely gonna be a tough out, but I don't know, I just I just see all these deals he made, all this tinkering he did. I, I just I just kinda see this biting him in the ass somehow where either maybe Mitchell ends up taking him down or maybe maybe Medi takes him down because of a big Mahomes performance of some sort in the playoffs. Well, we'll see. Right now, Jeff definitely is the best team, and is definitely the uh, Vegas favorite right now to win his first ever title. Yeah. Um, and so, just looking at the standings in my division, Rossett's ahead by one over Medi. With uh, we got what is it? Uh, two weeks left in the season. I am uh, four games behind Medi. I mean, my my matches mean nothing. Um, so I'm just locked in in the, the third spot there. In your division, you got a one-game lead over Mitchell, and Mitchell's got a one-game lead over Plotkin. It's going to come down to the end. It's going to be it's going to be exciting, folks. A lot of jockeying over there. It's not all set yet over in the saved by high man division. That's all you can ask for is uh, things to come down to the wire. Late season excitement. Um. All right. Sounds like you got some things to comment on the trades and the trade market, all that stuff. So the floor is yours. Yeah. I mean, 
I mean, we, we already ranted last week, I and mean, we talked about that the system needs to be changed, and we know we're going to work on fixing it in the offseason, blah, blah, blah. But, but, but like, I, I, I just – like, there, there, I know that that Turb couldn't get anything for IU from anybody else. I know he tried to trade you him for 10. You weren't going to swing that. And, and when I spoke to him about it, he said nobody wanted – had any interest, and Flocken was the only person who was giving him $3. I mean, I get, like, just – wanting to get more money for next year but at the same token like it's three dollars and you're you're making a team that much better for just such low i, I don't know like, like i think there has to be some integrity involved where, where you have to consider the fact that you're making other teams that much better like is it really worth doing that for three dollars i guess why should he care i guess right but i don't know i i i just think that there has to be more more money Plotkin was able to get like four or five players for his 40 dollar value which which is i think just way too minimal so I think it needs to be fixed, but I know we've talked about this already, and we'll figure that out. As far as the actual deal, I, I, I think for blocking it's a great deal. I mean, $3 is not much at all, and Ayuk can have big games. He's not the most consistent player, but at the same token, he's on an offense that he gets utilized in, obviously. And, um, yeah, and then the other deal was uh, – what, what was the other deal again? Was it was another deal with Jeff and Turbin again? That was me and Turbin. Oh guys, yeah, the Zach Moss deal. Yeah, yeah, that was a good deal. That was that deal I like because that, that's a fair deal for both sides. Like Zach Moss is kind of like a two-week rental right now for you because I mean, and, and an insurance policy because if Taylor somehow the, the injury gets extended and he plays, the worst thing that can happen for you is that they both fucking play and that you don't know what's going to happen, which could easily happen as you well know. But uh, but I, I think I think you needed that. Yeah, that was a good deal on your end, and I think five dollars is pretty. It's pretty good for that, you know, because it's not because he's probably not going to be have much value after the next two weeks, probably. So I like that deal. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a couple of things to, to break it down. Like, if the uh, if the market wasn't what it was, I mean, Zach Moss, you, know, you could, you know, if there was more money to be sent, spent and more money to be gained, could have squeezed a lot more. Because, you know, if you look at you know, I made a, a move for Jonathan Taylor. So at this point, it's stupid not to go for Zach Moss. You already made one move. You're not going to, you know, get the, the insurance policy because he's hurt. You know, you're kind of obligated. You're pot committed at that point. Um, so uh, the other thing is that, like, yeah, they say two to three weeks. But how many times have we seen injuries? You know, Justin Jefferson was on IR. He came back to practice two and a half weeks ago. He's still not playing, you know? So we, (coughs) and we don't know what the state of the Colts are going to be at that point. Like maybe they're closer to the, a playoff chance. They want to make sure Taylor is healthy uh, and not rush him out there. Um, I'm not too worried about uh, both of them playing. I think it's, been pretty clear that when Jonathan Taylor is healthy, he is the guy and Zach Moss is uh, a far second behind him. But for me, it, it was a no brainer. Like I said, I was pot committed and, you know, three weeks from now is, is the first round of the, of the playoffs that I'm going to be in. So if I don't have Moss and Taylor's out, it's an automatic loss. It's just going to be a loss. So, Five more bucks, worth it. Going back to Ayuk, you know, I, I was joking. Like, $10 was absurd for Ayuk at this point based on everything else. Um, 
you know, I think $5 was an appropriate amount. Three, I get it. No one else wanted it. I personally did. I even for five, I would have wanted IU. Yes, he's put up some great numbers this year. But if you look at his, if you look deeper at his numbers, uh, he's not getting a huge amount of targets per game. He's being extremely efficient with the catches he's making. And at the end of the day, it's the 49ers. And, you know, not the only person that is consistently going to put up points is McCaffrey. Outside of that, they're boom or bust. I don't need that in my lineup compared to what I already have. So that's why it was never going to happen for me. Got it. Good. I agree. Um, all right. We'll go ahead. No, I was going to say, so overall, I guess not, not, not too bad of deals, I guess. If nobody else wanted eyes, you can't really blame Turf for wanting to squeak out as much money as he could for himself for next year. So, yeah, I would have done the same. At this point, like, you're, you sold. You don't care who wins or what happens from there. You got to look out for yourself. Numero uno. Yeah. And the market was already created for whatever it was based on all the deals. You see, though, strategy, though, if we do maintain this, uh, strategy, I think, is, is that it's better off waiting because you can see where the, your market's at. Whereas if you trade early, you're trading too many dollars because you think players are going to go for more, you know? I mean, you know, if, if, if nothing were to change for next year, you know, no player is going to go for more than like 12. Yeah. There'd be no reason to. 100%. Because I, I, unless it depends on who it is, you know, like in my mind, the only, you know, when I, when I made the deal for Montgomery for 15, you know, I, 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 on my initial, offer was less and more within the range of what players were going for. But I was told that uh, they already had an offer and what I was I willing to go for. And so I, I put in an, obviously the offer that I got accepted was 15. Um, but I also like, I looked at all of the teams that I knew were going to be sellers. And in my opinion, that was the best running back available. I never expected Jarrett to be a seller. Um, had I known that I would not have jumped into, you know, the bidding and got that. I you would have had more options, I guess, is the, what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, and, you know, just to, to reiterate a little bit, I, I, part of me understands exactly everything you're saying as far as, you know, because you have this cap, it's causing stuff to be devalued and there's not a lot of regulation and it's causing for this fluctuating, you know, value. And, you know, as you wait more, you know, you're getting better value, but I also, you know, liken it to kind of, this is also kind of how real life is. I kind of like the fact that we have this ability to trade draft dollars and make it more realistic and, you know, see, and see things kind of be one-sided. This is, this is how it is in the in the NFL for sure. You know, there's one sided stuff all the time, and kind of like that. Yeah, but you're not going to see teams in the NFL package two quarterbacks and a number one receiver for like ten dollars. Like I, I'm just saying, like uh, in addition to yes, it's cool the fact that we can do that, and it creates you know a little more drama and more conversation. You still want to see some some respectable deals to the point that 
It's just not ridiculous where you're just giving away fucking product for nothing. But nonetheless, like I said, fine-tuning, I, I, I think keeping it is fine, but fine-tuning it is essential. But, again, we will correct this in the offseason. I don't know. How do you think the Carolina Panthers feel right now? <laughs> well, I want to say I want to say Bryce Young is not done just yet. We did we just added Bryce Young to our roster actually. Okay, but I mean I say that half jokingly, but like today, that looks like a very one-sided deal right now. You know, not and it's not completely against Bryce Young. Like it's still too early to call him like that. He's not gonna you know, live up to the hype, you know, let's be real. He got put in a situation where there was no one to throw the ball to a head coach who has his head fuck is a fucking ass. that couldn't even last the whole season. I think urban Meyer made it longer than him and urban Meyer is a disaster. So, you know, and you know, a lot of times these number one quarterbacks end up in terrible situations and they don't have a good first year or second year, but the, but the haul that they sent to get him, I mean, they, they, you know, they, they're sacrificing a young, talented top wide receiver that they're now looking to get one. And they sent away most likely the number one overall pick in the draft. So looks very one-sided right now, but anyway, on to the, oh, God. No, I was gonna say the first ever good deal the Bears have ever made. Yeah, that is true. What are you talking about? We had uh, we had Claypool for uh, half a season. <laughs> he's not. He's not. He's not even good in Miami, where he has a chance to do all that. <laughs> well, I mean, what a bum! What a bum! Uh, all right, let's look to the next week. Are there any interesting matchups? By the way, if you when you look back at the standings, who's the who's the, I know you and I going at the last six matchup were like two of the hottest teams in the league win streak wise. Do I have the longest win streak right now? Or is oh, it, is it Jeff? Let's see. Going to the standings. Um. No, Medi has the longest win streak with seven. Wow, Nova Scotia. Yeah. Quiet, quietly, quietly winning all these games. He's only a game back and getting a bye. I mean, he's not out of it. Oh, but you know what? I don't know exactly how this is calculated because it says that I have a win streak five, but I just lost, so I, maybe this is the longest streak of the Oh, of the so it, it, probably, it, it, it probably gives you a streak whenever you get a victory point, so probably that's probably what it means. Because I think you got a victory point last week, didn't you? Okay, yeah, so then that's it. I don't, yeah. Anyway, it's it doesn't hard, matter. It, yeah, it's hard to understand this, I guess, so. Let's get into the upcoming matchups. What was that sound? <laughs> the intro to the upcoming matchups. <laughs> so, sounded like a an eighties dance song. 
little aside here. So ever since I got back from Vegas and like, uh, you know, was at the club and listened to some like EDM and stuff, like, you know, started listening to like more of like the 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 the, re- the recent EDM releases now in my car as a work. Get back into it. I'm down. I'm down for it. Forgot how great that shit is. Hey, Doctor Dance was always in you, man. You know. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. On uh, on Thursday night we got to see uh, Steve Aoki, who I it's this was okay. It's not my favorite, but like, either he was killing it, or the liquor was flowing at me. <coughs> <coughs> but goddamn, I felt like I was alive. Like I was like standing it on the booth, my hands up. Shirt unbuttoned, going yeah, more. Drop the beat, drop the beat, and then the beat would drop, and I would drop, and it was like whoa. I was just fucking in it. Wait, so you you, you saw Steve Aoki live? Yeah, he was at the club that I was. He was performing at the club that I was at. Oh, when you were in Vegas, so oh, I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah, I got yeah, you. yeah. It was Steve Aoki like, one night, and the next night it was Alesso. Alesso. That's sucked. like the. That's like the old uh, days of you and Klein tearing up Zero Gravity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> what I want to dance? What? 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 Hey, guys. <sighs> All right. Sorry. Uh, looking at any any matchups that matter. Oh, yeah. You and Plocky. Let's. Uh... Let's dive into huge, that. That's really huge the, matchup. Huge matchup. That's really like the only matchup like of the week. The matchup of the week. Two matchups in the week in a row. Kate using all these matchups of the week lately. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a big it's a, it's a big one because you know Plotteru is still fighting, clawing away to try to get that buy. Everybody wants that buy because playing either anybody of the three teams to play in the first round is going to be a tough out. But oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, right now, obviously, the week already started. Flocken initially was a slight favorite, but uh, our new acquisition, CD Lamb, finally goes off. That's a huge game. Big game. And, uh, you know, now we're favorite to win. But we'll see what happens. It's still going to be close, obviously. Flocken's got a really good solid squad now. But going to show you about all these trades and about doing this and everybody's tinkering with teams, you know, Flocken did acquire – uh, Kyler Murray, which, you know, was obviously a good deal for him. But uh, he decided to play Kyler Murray this week at Pittsburgh. And if he didn't make that acquisition, he would have had Geno. I know he was at Dallas. That's still a tough play. And we all know Geno had the best game of his fucking career last night. And that was 35 points on blocking the bench. And that was huge. Yep. Yep. I mean, let's be real. No, Nobody expected that out of, uh, no, of, out of, out of Geno. Like, you know, no one expected this to be a a close game. I mean, just the week before, I think what Seattle put up like what, what seven points and got smoked by the Rams. So to come in on a short week, you know, it would have taken balls to to play Geno Smith this week, regardless. But your point is still taken, like I had mentioned before about just the embarrassment of riches and what happens. But CD is just a fucking on a mission. I don't know he is. Arguably, like the best uh, second half receiver right now. Um, even better than Tyreek Hill, just with the you know amount of explosion games that he's been having of late. 
Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, the whole Cowboys team, and you got Dak a part of it, they've been super out with that offense lately. So, I, I did say earlier in the season that CeeDee Lamb was not a number one, and obviously, bless you. Obviously, I take that back as uh, definitely become a very good number one receiver. He might league. be the reason why you win it all. You have to eat That'd your words. Honest, eh? Never know. You never know. Let's hope so. But I think it's going to be a tough – I think it's still going to be a very close matchup. It's definitely going to come down to the wire. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, the key factor for blocking is usually Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill has one of his normal crazy huge games. It should put him over the edge, but we're hoping for a, hoping for a big one. Yeah. But I'm still going to pick, pick blocking up because I just pick against me. You know, it's. Uh, I'm just looking at your guys' lineups. Um, Pacheco's also starting to come on a little bit too. Like Pacheco, Kyron Williams for you. I mean, those are those are touchdown machines right there, which is nice, especially as we get later in the season. Weather's getting colder. You want these, you know. Beast of running backs that just break through tackles, things like that. Interesting. Sitting Garrett Wilson playing Brandon Ayuk today this week. I get it. Ayuk yeah. against the Eagles. Eagles can't stop Eagles. anybody. Yeah, Eagles secondary is not very good. We'll see. Who do you like? What's your pick? Oh, it's a tough one, you know. I mean. I would say, you know, it, if, if you know, the, the Cowboys hadn't played yet and we're looking at just both point, you know, blank slates, it's like, I honestly think it would be like a toss-up. But the fact that CeeDee Lamb has already got you 28 points, I think that puts you in the driver's seat. Um, you know, I think, uh, yeah, Fryermuth, I don't know if he's going to be nearly as good as he was last week. He obviously he had like a career year, career game. Was that a one-off? Is is the Pittsburgh offense going to funnel through him now? I don't know. I'm not a fan of a Patriots running back. I, I think they're just playing with full fool's goal there. Bring that up because there's some those are like the glaring weaknesses in the lineup, in my opinion. I think the only weakness you have is like. Is Cooper Cup gonna score any points again, or is, or is this just that's what he is now? Four or five he points get, a game. He, he might get benched for a <coughs> last minute George Pickens swap this week. I really, I got, I got to tell you, I really like uh, a lot of Pittsburgh players at Arizona. I think Pittsburgh kind of gets right offensively this week eh? for, for a big game for Pittsburgh because Arizona's bad. I mean, they're just not good defensively. No, they aren't. But I don't know. Is what is Pickens? Second, third in line for yeah, for targets right now. I'm not I'm not playing anybody. Kenny Pickett's throwing the ball to until he proves himself. So I don't think that's ever going to happen. Yeah. So yeah, the 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 Pickens Pickett connection didn't work out for you, unfortunately. Just like the mutton for Sutton didn't work out for me. Well, it worked out for Medi a little bit though. Well. I mean, just be, oh, God, it's so frustrating this year just watching, like, Cortland Sutton get, like, 50 yards and a touchdown, like, every other fucking week. Ugh. Anywho. Um, let's see. Anything else to 
comment on. I guess let's see. You got a few big. I mean, you got a few big matchups for the buyers. You know, I know, I know, I know. We're not talking about sellers, but I did see that Stacks Pavoni has a chance to beat a buyer this week. So yeah, that's something there. That's something. Oh, does he? Let's see. Oh, Charbonnet with sixteen and the kicker. Oh, oh. Play, is, he, is, he, is he playing uh, Meisel this week? Maddie. No. Maddie. That's a, Maddie, that's, a that's a big impact because let's yeah. see, Rossett is playing Daniel, and uh, yeah, uh, Rossett's gonna win. Um, because Daniel's got Baker and Bailey Zappi, along with Jeff Wilson. Jerome Ford. So yeah. Uh, no, 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 no need to talk about the players and the sellers, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, but, definitely a chance ch- chance to pull the upside on Maddie, which would completely knock him out of any chance of getting. Yeah, I mean, if if number one season with Jeff, and then uh, and then Jeff doesn't even have to sweat it out against my uh, about my team because we have a a matchup next week, so. Maddie's team's got to bring it. And uh, I don't know. For all the reasons we talked about before, you know, I don't know if his team is uh, up for the challenge this week. We'll see. We'll see. Bryce Hall, I think, is questionable going up against Atlanta. Atlanta's, you know, a middle-of-the-pack defense. They're not a pushover. The Jets are garbage. Joe Mixon, what are they? Who are they playing? Uh, oh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville's no pushover either. I heard Betty uh, reached out to Suva Suf to tell him how good his team was doing. His former team. Oh, did he? Suva Suf told, told him he didn't give a shit. He didn't want to hear anything about fantasy. <laughs> Suva Suf. Well, nonetheless. The only thing that made it Fred's team this year was that they kept Nick Chubb. That's it. I mean, and he had – it's not like Fred had him extra money or less money. Fred didn't do any buying or selling last week, so it's it doesn't even matter. He, he, he didn't do much of anything when he was in the league. But, uh, oh, shots fired. We, we, we still love you, Fred. We know, we know you're not going to be listening to this part. He's, I, I think he's actually in uh, Sri Lanka right now. Oh, he went to Sri Lanka? Yeah, he just left on Thursday. I've I've been to Sri Lanka. It's a cool place. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't have as much really else, anything else to talk about. I'm playing Turbin. Doesn't matter what I do. Um. And uh, let's see. And Meatles playing Grant. Meatles should win. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, meets a little win. Typical buyer seller matchups, and we got our one big matchup of the week, and that's about it, basically. So, at this point, it's all about the playoff positioning, and still two weeks left, and it's all coming down to the wire. Just gonna prop my team for putting up sixty-five points with three players already. Oh, for sure, pro. Yeah, you, you, your team. I told you, your team's hitting stride at the right time. I know, Zach. I mean. Dax, there's talk about Dak and the MVP vote talks talk now. I mean, you know, this next game with them with Philly is going to be huge. 
But, uh, yeah, you know, you're definitely hitting stride. You definitely got some good pieces. You know, DK Metcalf, fuck. I mean, he's just slicing and dicing. This is and, why you, uh, you you gotta always play DK. You never he's got games like this every so often. You, you never know what's gonna DK, happen. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta play DK. He's too talented not to play him. And uh, yeah, man, you know, like well, like I said, if it comes down to like a tight playoff matchup, though, you're still gonna need that ace number one running back that you, you spent your number one pick on, even though he was your keeper, to show up for you. So, but we'll see. We will see. I I, I definitely think that as good as Jeff's team is. And, uh, you know, as solid as some of the other teams are, I, th- I still think it's pretty wide open. I, I definitely think our division's wide open right now. And I definitely think that just in the end, when it comes down to who's going to come out of your division, I, I think that, that your team can just be just team and Maddie's team could. But I definitely think your team with the, having the capacity of Dak having a big game, with Keenan Allen having a big game. I mean, Keenan Allen's had a huge resurgent year. I didn't go for that many draft dollars. No, so that's how I, I got him. I, I remember Matty during the draft commenting, like, oh, guys, this is our number one receiver, blah, blah, blah. Why is it going for so cheap? And he, he had a point. Because, yeah, well, Keenan Allen, he's dealt with a lot of injuries. And, like, I mean, he, he's, it's been, he hasn't really had a full healthy year in quite some time. So, but, uh, but yeah, man, good solid thing. I remember the other week. So, I mean, but, yeah, the, 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 go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, finish. 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 No, say what you're going to say. Oh, I was going to say, um, you know, I, at this point, all the, 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 the six remaining – the six playoff teams are all pretty well-constructed rosters. Like, we're nitpicking at the, at the weaknesses here and there. But for the most part, no one's playing any scrubs. And so, a lot of it's going to come down to, like, matchups. Like, uh, you know, the strong players, are they in a good or are they in a bad matchup? I mean, maybe, maybe it'll come down to, like, defense – your defense, if you're able to get a good defense and play the matchups, like that's really what it comes, that's about it. Uh, and then it's just fucking luck, you know? You know? It, DK hasn't done much all season. He blew up this week. You know, that, that could happen again or he could throw up a dud. You know, it's, it's, it's luck. Injuries play a role too, so yeah. That's all I really got. Yeah, so anyway, so our league is our league. Before we wrap up this uh, wonderful pod, I know everybody likes a little bit of G League talk from us here. Yeah, that was going to uh, go there too. You know, we're uh, we're down to uh, six teams, I believe. Yep. I've been the uh, I've, I've been the prohibitive favorite to be eliminated. I think the last three weeks in a row, and we just keep we keep finding a way to survive, grinding away. And uh, yeah, I mean, another week upon us here, where I'm definitely again the prohibitive favorite to again get eliminated so we'll see me and and team name right now are the two to be eliminated i definitely still think that you know jeff's team is pretty solid i still think that jordy uh who's um they obviously what's his name in the league jordy's a jaquiz rogers touchdown or something no rex burke burke headed rex rex burke headless yeah burke headless even though his money spending was a little bit interesting, I mean, he still got St. Brown. He still has the best team, I think. But you know what? In the end, man, like, like, like I was telling you, this kind of comes down to like being like a daily fantasy thing, where especially for teams like me. And there's a lot, a lot of players out there. Like I picked up Cortland Sutton. I mean, I know they're not like the most amazing players, but, but I'm not happy though because I did. I, I decided not to play Brandon Cooks last night, and he had a pretty decent game and scored a touchdown again. I should have played him. But I did do a wager on the side, so I did make some money on that. But nonetheless, 
a little upset about that because he's gonna put up 16 points, so that could hurt yep. me. So, what are your thoughts? Did you, you, you think we're gonna survive this week? Uh, I'm looking at your lineup right now. I mean, it's gonna be tough. I think the only real weakness I see is uh, is Brian Robinson, just because. Yeah, I know. I was thinking a, about that. It's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's. But you never know with him, you know. Like, I, I was forced to play him like three weeks ago when he had like five receptions for 116 yards and a touchdown, like which you never would have expected, and uh, uh, and that was in a, a matchup where they were gonna most likely be down big quickly. So it's the same setup here. Um, but other than that, I think you have a, a good chance. You know, I think what you have going for you is you have someone like Jalen Hurts that can catapult you ahead of another team if they don't have someone who has the ability to put up 30 points. You know? I mean – I've been able to scoop up some decent pieces too. Like I, I, I just picked up Calvin Ridley for free. I thought that was pretty decent. It's been pretty hot. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean Najee Harris. I know he's not been great all season, but you got to also think that things are also very matchup oriented when it comes to exactly. Like, you you got to find guys who have good matchups against shitty ass teams like Arizona. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know when you get to, not, when you get down to this, like there are there's actual players available that you can pick up that uh, because you know there's only six teams left and only so many roster spots. So there's, there's going to be stuff available. And depending on if, if you're not, like you said, paying attention to the matchups, so you're going to find players that you can play just for this week kind of thing. So it's, you're not out of it by any means, you know, just looking at, you know, the other Josh B's lineup His running backs are not very strong. Quarterback is Sam Howell this week, you know, you know, he can throw the ball, but Miami's not, you know, is probably a little bit better than the average defense, especially with Ramsey back. Jay, you got A.J. Brown going up against San Francisco. Like, A.J. Brown has been that, shut down against, against good defensive teams. Is that, is that team name? Yeah, it's up the lineup I'm going through right now. Yeah. yeah. I was going to – I was actually going to pick up Sam Hall at the block. I mean, he was probably the best quarterback available, but – who, who did he pick up at tight end? Because I picked up prior moves to block him. <laughs> uh, Taysom Hill. Nice. He probably would have picked up prior moves, I guarantee you. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, block. Block. I mean, he's got Terry McLaurin against Miami. McLaurin is, hasn't done much. Tank Dell <coughs> <coughs> against Denver. I know you've got Nico Collins. We'll see which one Sertain ends up being on. So his team is not looking extremely solid. We'll uh, see. The, the, the problem is the other teams are always projected to score so many points, but you never know. You never know. Those projections can be so inaccurate. You know how many times I'm projected to win a match and I fucking lose? That's why you play the game. I mean, I had a, I had a similar situation with, uh, you know, in the I'm still alive in my other, league, other G League. And uh, I had, uh, I think, I, who do I have? Oh, I have Hawkinson as my tight end. And I needed to pick one up. And, uh, you know, I, 
I got outbid for the tight ends that I wanted, and I ended up choosing – I had a choice between picking up uh, Fryermuth or Ferguson. And, uh, you know, I was looking at the stats, looking at everything, and, you know, Fire, or, uh, Ferguson was kind of on a downturn the past few weeks, just like three or four targets, one or two catches, not doing a whole lot. Dak's been thrown to the receivers. Fryermuth came off that huge game. And I'm like, oh, you know, they're changing up the offense. He's more involved like he was last year. So I pick up Fryermuth, and then, you know, Ferguson has a monster fucking game. And I'm like, damn it, that would have just – that would have set me for the rest of the time, you know, having your tight end get like 17, 18 points. So I feel your pain, buddy. Feel your pain. Yeah. Would you like uh, our top choice, though? Who, who do you like uh, – who, who's your top choice – before I let you go here in the rest of the G League there. Who was your would you, you still think it's Jordy? What do you think of Daniel's comment about that his uh money spending put him in more to disadvantage after this week where he kinda lost his advantage now? Do you agree with that? Um I don't think he's I, he definitely lost his advantage, that's for sure, because he had way more money than anyone else. And I get, you know, you having the ability to overspend to get your players. But I, I agree with the fact that I would have, I would have taken a deeper dive to see how much money I would have left remaining. Um, so I would have enough to outbid any, you know, cause every team now has one or two like super studs on it. So I would have left enough money to be able to outbid everyone for the top player from the team that gets eliminated, because more likely than not, the top player is going to be a difference maker for your team, no matter what. So I agree with that. Now, maybe he thought that the players that he was bidding on were those different makers and he wanted them and he's not caring about who else there is going to be out there. But like I said, I think every single team has one or two players that are better than people on your current lineup. So, and looking at his team, uh, oh, he's got some people on buy, I guess. But like, you know, when I see like Raheem Mostert in your lineup, I mean, maybe it's again Washington, but with all that money available, I would have thought you could have had a better person to play than uh than most of yeah. the lineup it might it might swing the pendulum maybe toward jeff being the best lineup now maybe danny boy's right up there now too you know i mean granted he's got alave who is on uh uh who's probably gonna be hurt or not play this week he's got Devonte smith against 49ers so and he also has josh jacobs out of bye so maybe but like i said i i, I would have been able i would have done something to avoid having him in in my lineup um, let's look at a rot. I mean, Ross is, you know, the one thing is you need to have like a pretty solid quarterback. I know everyone's like, oh, Mahomes, not a great season. He's still one of the more consistent quarterbacks out there. Yeah, he had a couple duds this year, but still, he's not going to, he's not going to lose your, your week. You're not going to lose because of him. So having that is good. Obviously with McCaffrey, Keenan Allen, um, on the team, I don't know, but 
Yeah, see again, Adam Thielen. I mean, maybe the matchup, but mm, so I just feel like at this point, like I don't know. I guess maybe every team's got, got some players that aren't the biggest point getters. I like uh, Daniel's approach. Definitely playing the matchups this week. He's got two in Zach Moss. So, oh my God, he's got four quarterbacks on his team. Huh. Maybe, maybe he was hoarding quarterbacks away from team name. Maybe. <laughs> he was, yeah, because he picked up two of That's right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, I will say that, um, you know, those teams we just went through, I think they're all pretty equal. No one team stands out. And, uh, you know, it's going to be really – It'll be interesting to see how it comes down, you know, with the last four teams in the last three weeks of the season and how the points, because, you know, because it's cumulative. It's cumulative. So you can have a ma- major week, and then if you have a dud, you know, you're, everyone's still in it. Yeah. Well, hope to, I hope you guys enjoyed the little G League talk that you've been asking for. It, so Are you going to – Why don't you put in your rankings for the teams? All right, people – Give the people what they want. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna get a G League ranking going this weekend, for everybody, for the Sunday games. Don't worry, they're coming. They're coming. You know, you know, you want to ramble it off right now? Uh, I got, I got, I got to look at the teams. I got to look at the roster a little bit. I got, I got, I got to do some analysis. Got to do some analysis. Oh. Uh, Throw it off. A little. We'll foreshadow it. We'll foreshadow it. Foreshadow it. Anyway, it's been good. Love you very much. Good luck to everybody. Till the next time. Bye.